0: But there is coming a day. And when it does, what do you think will really happen? But the word says this. So you must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him.
1: Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. The
0: truth is there is some good that can come out of These doomsday predictions, because if nothing else, it reminds us that there absolutely will come a day when Christ will will return and take us home. Praise the Lord. And I see no reason to rail on the misguided people who get caught up in someone else's false teachings. I think it's better that we pray that they'll turn their zeal toward seeking God's direction for their life in the here. And the hereafter. But I love it when anything jolts us into dwelling on the kingdom of God. Listen to this. The greatest fact of the past is that Jesus Christ came and died to save us. And the greatest fact of the future is that Jesus Christ is coming back. To take us home. Can you say amen to that? I heard, I heard a pastor say this week uh, regarding all of this that we should first acknowledge and believe in the first coming of Jesus Christ before we get caught up, par- pardon the pun, with the timetable of his second coming. I like that. So, no, it wasn't yesterday, but there is coming. A day, and when it does, what do you think will really happen? You know, I don't know exactly. But the Word says this So you must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect Him. So much for predicting the exact time. And the Word also says it will happen fast. The word says, for as lightning comes from the east, is visible in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. So knowing at least this much, how should we live? I like what the word says. It says, rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And remember that the Lord said, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you always, even until the end of the earth. No, he didn't come yesterday, but there is coming a day. Listen to my story. A gardener for a large estate in northern Italy was showing a visitor the beautiful, well-groomed grounds of the property. As the visitor marveled at the immaculate gardens, he commended the gardener on what a tremendous job he was doing. He asked, by the way, when was the last time the owner was here? About ten years ago, the gardener replied. Then why, the visitor asked, do you keep the place so perfectly manicured? Because, replied the gardener, I expect him to return. Oh, said the visitor, is he coming soon? The gardener then said, I don't know when he's coming, but I'm expecting him today. No, it wasn't yesterday. But there will come a day. And it could be Today, I want to be like the gardener, don't you? I want to be ready. Can you say praise the Lord? We're expecting a soon return. Amen.
1: We all go through dark seasons and storms in our lives. Stay with Bobby as he explains three things that will help you make it through the storms of life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. and now back to on the bright side as bobby bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith
0: when pastor jones picked up the phone special agent sanders from the irs was on the line listen pastor the irs agent started i'm calling to inquire about a member of your congregation a dr Scheit. do you know him Yes, replied the pastor. Dr. Scheip has been a member here for many years. How can I help you? Well, on last year's tax return, Dr. Scheip claimed he made a sizable tax-deductible contribution to your church. Is that true? Well, how much did he say he gave, asked the pastor. $50,000, answered Agent Sanders. Is that true, pastor? There was a long pause on the phone. Finally, the pastor said... Agent Sanders, if you'll call back tomorrow, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> this week while I was getting prepared to, um, to give you a few words, I, I, uh, I couldn't work on what I wanted to because I felt the Lord impressed upon me to encourage Some of you, perhaps many of you who are going through a storm right now and whose life is in a crisis right now. And of course, I don't know what it is, but if there's anything I do know, it's that the Word of God is full of good wisdom of what to do and who to trust in a crisis. So, just like when a golfer finds his game falling apart. Which I'm used to doing, he's taught to go back to the fun, basic fundamentals of how to swing the golf club in order to get back on track. But we as Christians have to do the same thing. We just need to remember a few important things to make it through a crisis. And the first thing to remember in a crisis is to know that God is with you. Over and over in the Bible, it says that wherever we are, God is right there with us. We're not alone. And it may seem like it, but we never go through anything by ourselves. The Word says, never will I leave you, and never will I forsake you. And the second thing to remember in a crisis is that God has a specific purpose and a plan for your life. And the storm that you're going through is just a temporary setback toward fulfilling your purpose. When the Apostle Paul ended up a prisoner on a ship that encountered a terrible storm that waged on for weeks. Everyone on board had given up, but Paul. Well, how is it that Paul could remain so calm and confident that they would survive? Well, he could because God had told Paul that his mission was to go to Rome, and he wasn't there yet. So God had a plan for him. You see, external forces may interrupt our life, but nothing can change God's plan for us except our own acts of disobedience. The third thing that we hold on to in a crisis is God's promises. God keeps His promises without fail. And He promises to see us through our storms. Oh, your storm may cause some pain. I mean, in Paul's case, they had to throw everything overboard. And they even had to swim to safety. But as promised, they made it. You know, I read where eagles can sense a storm coming before it breaks. And that what they do is they go to a high place and they wait until the strong winds come. And then they fly right into the force of the wind and they let the storm winds lift them higher and higher until they are above the storm where the air is calm. And the word of the Lord acknowledges the attributes of the eagle in a, in a beautiful passage in Isaiah. It says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. So today, don't let your crisis pull you into a depression. Or don't give in to a feeling of hopelessness. Don't let despair have the victory that your faith is meant to have. Just know that God is with you. He has a plan for you. And he's promised to get you through the storms of life. And when Paul was in the very worst of the storm, it was dark and all seemed lost. They dropped the anchors And they just prayed for daylight. And daylight came. And daylight will come to you. In Jesus'
1: name. What is a poverty mentality? Coming up next, learn how it is a destructive attitude that can discourage us and keep us from finding God's purpose.
3: On the Bright Side, we'll be right back Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So, if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to Nebodealer.com or call 847 312 8197. That's Nebodealer.com or call 847 312 8197. We hope you're
1: enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. On the bright side, how many of you have ever just been broke?
0: You think I'm going to ask you if you are right now, aren't you? But, no, I'm not going to do that. But, but let's see, <laughs> let's see how broke you, you, you've been compared to my friend Joe. Okay? Because my friend Joe says that he's so broke. Well, let me tell you how broke he is. <laughs> Joe, Joe is so broke that he just went to McDonald's and put an order of fries on layaway. <laughs> Yeah, you want to know how broke broke Joe is? Joe is so broke that if someone rings the doorbell, he has to yell, ding-dong, out the window. (laughs) Joe is so broke. He is so broke that he got married just to get the rice. (laughs) I got to keep trying, I guess. Okay, his last one. Joe is so broke. I'll tell you how broke Joe is. Joe is so broke that when someone saw him kicking a can down the street, they asked him if he was moving. There's nothing worse than a hostile Pentecostal crowd. Okay, but Joe was really broke. We know how broke he was, but and I hope you're not as broke as Joe was. Because today I want to talk to you about something called poverty mentality. Now, a poverty mentality doesn't really have to have anything to do with money. But it's a destructive attitude that can keep us from finding God's purpose in our life. And it's a tool of the enemy to distract us. And discourage us and I and believe it or not it, it's, it's contagious and I, I can give you an example of how I know that it can be contagious this past week I visited Walmart headquarters uh, up in Arkansas I was t- attending a meeting with all the sporting goods suppliers who sell Walmart just like we do and, and I'm used to this because I've been going up there for many years but when it came time for lunch Walmart, as the host of all these visiting executives, announced that they were providing lunch outside in the hallway, and that we were required to produce $3 in cash to buy our own lunch, which consisted of a ham sandwich, a bag of chips, and a Sam's Cola. And I'm not making this part up. There was a basket of cookies there with a large sign on it that read, only one cookie per person. So here is the world's largest retailer who just recently posted after-tax profits of over $11 billion. And they're afraid to let the cookie supply get out of control. <laughs> and, and this attitude that's permeated this Walmart culture for years, they're convinced that this mentality is in large part responsible for their success. Now, I have another customer in New York City that I visit often. It's called Models, and they have about 100 stores, and the company is over 100 years old, and it's owned and run by a third-generation family. And you can't find tougher business people anywhere on the planet. There's no question that they will fight you for the very best deal. And yet, when they have a meeting of their suppliers, they start by showing you a good time. We have a wonderful day of golf. We have lots of prizes. The guest speaker last time was Donald Trump. Sometimes when Glenn and I travel there ourselves, they'll always take us to a New York Yankee game and sit on the front row or to Madison Square Garden. Two successful companies, two entirely different experiences. One, the big one in Arkansas, has a poverty mentality. They don't seem to enjoy the abundance that they've been given, and they live in fear that they're going to lose it all tomorrow. The other one, the one in New York, has a prosperity mentality. So even though we do a lot, a lot more business with Walmart, who do you think that I'd rather visit? Because the, the guys in New York, they're grateful for what they have, they share with others. And more important, they're expecting to be prosperous tomorrow. You see, a poverty mentality doesn't have anything to do with how much money you make. It's an attitude that says, I don't deserve anything good. It says, I can't afford anything. And I better be careful or I might lose what I have. And I certainly better not borrow any money because I don't know if I could pay it back. You know, God doesn't give us a poverty mentality. He endorses a prosperity mentality. And that's an attitude that says, if God be for us, who be against us? It says, I'm trusting God for an abundant, blessed life. No matter what my current financial situation is. Remember what Malachi said, the book of Malachi challenged us to test the Lord with our obedience and our generosity and see if he will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing so great. We can't even receive it all. So I'm going to challenge you today. Leave the poverty mentality by the road. Don't beat yourself up because you've got some credit card debt and a mortgage. Don't let people guilt you about that. You know, I've learned that most people don't get overextended because they're trying to live beyond their means. They get that way trying to just maintain a decent lifestyle. It's no crime to prioritize your son's college tuition or your daughter's wedding high enough that you would borrow money to do it. Now, I read a lot of the books that teach the benefits of getting out of debt and achieving financial freedom, and I think that they're great. But we don't live in a world anymore where all we have to worry about is food, shelter, and livestock. There's a thousand things to deal with that require funds that may not always be available. So when I hear about a church, for instance, that got built debt-free, I'm really happy for them. But I'll tell you what I'm, I'm impressed with. I'm impressed when I hear about a church that has the courage and faith to start building before they have all the money. Because I know they're trusting God every step of the way. You need to be encouraged to that. If you feel like your ship is never going to come in, Don't give in to the poverty mentality, because God wants to bless you. He intends to bless you. He intends for you to have all the good things. You just keep trusting in Him. The Word says, let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of His servant. Just keep being obedient. Keep a grateful spirit and a prosperity mentality. And if you do that, I know something good will happen in Jesus name. Can you say amen to that?
1: Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N E B O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847 312 8197.
4: Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com.